KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator K231CW 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon, also streaming at www.kskq.org. And you're listening to Dream Infringement. With co-hosts in life and radio, Bobby and Emily. Here at Dream Infringement, we like to tell stories and play music based on the weekly theme. So stick around, pour a glass of your preferred beverage, turn up the volume, and enjoy the next hour of Dream Infringement. All right, so we're just going to jump into it and get down to business. Mm -hmm. You guys already know what this show is all about. Am I right, Emily? Have you made that abundantly clear? I think so. I think it's pretty straightforward. All right. Uh, So every week we cover a different theme. And today's theme, I could just tell you it. No, don't. Draw this out as long as possible, Bobby. I could tell you it, but how about I just paint a word picture? Please do. Make it very detailed. Okay. Since the dawn of time, man has always found comfort in food. From the very first time that he cut a slab of meat off of a woolly mammoth hide, and then lightning struck it, and then it produced a beautiful smell, and then that caveman tasted it and thought this would be great for me to share with my girlfriend while we watch the fire. (laughs) Mankind has always found some sense of comfort in snacking. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about snacking. We're going to talk about the, the, the munchies, the things that we like to eat uh, when we find ourselves stuck at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're living in unique times. Would you, would you agree with me, Emily? I would agree. Okay, yeah. And uh, we find ourselves not, I would say, much less than a stone's throw away from the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, that- at most times, this yeah. this is true. And if you were smart, you would grab your uh, television, the cart that your television is set on. <laughs> Hopefully it has wheels. And you would grab it with both hands and you'd drag it into the kitchen. Yeah. Along with your lazy boy, lazy boy recli- recliner. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, just make this thing, make this whole thing right. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're supposed to be doing while they listen? Yeah. I got real lost in that in that metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a word picture? Is that what a metaphor? I don't know. Um, so our song that we're going to play to kick things off mm-hmm. is a song by a band called Novi, and it's called Snacks. And we're back. Thank you for that modern hit, Emily, that you chose. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we do our best to uh, not just entertain you, but educate you. So the time has arrived for me to educate you now. Are you ready, Emily? I'm ready. And I hope you're ready, folks. So uh, let's talk about one of the world's most famous snacks. Yeah, let's. I don't know if I would go as far as saying the world's famous snacks, but America's favorite snack. Yeah. Well, okay. in some people's minds, America is the world, so. Okay, yeah, that's true. But I appreciate you clarifying that. Thank you. We're not going to get into that. Though. Let's not. Please let us not. So, the the world's favorite snack 
I would have to say would be the Twinkie. Huh. It's an absolutely delicious snack. If if you don't know what it is and you've been living under a rock, then I'm going to explain it. Okay? You ready? Does it turn out that the rock is actually a Twinkie? Yeah. If you've been living <laughs> under a rock, uh, under a rock, and it is, um, <laughs> and it is a cream-filled cake <laughs> with spongy yellow. Uh, a spongy yellow look, then, yeah, then you are living under a Twinkie. Um, but basically, I just described what it is. It's it's this cream-filled cake, um, It's and it's spongy and yellow. And at one time, the cream that it was filled with was banana-flavored. Hmm. Interesting, huh? But they stopped that because I guess it was too expensive to be infusing oh. Twinkies with banana flavor. Really? Mm-hmm. Surprising. Well, you know, bananas are exotic. They are, they but banana the flavor is probably made out of not bananas. The opposite of exotic. <laughs> Maybe banana chemical flavoring is like a little bit pricier. Yeah. So, also, it can't be a popular <laughs> taste. Like, who's like, oh, my favorite Laffy Taffy is banana. Ugh, no. Well, Emily, you can find comfort in knowing that Twinkies no longer contain <laughs> banana flavoring, okay? <laughs> So you don't have to Thank s- you. get onto your Twinkie soapbox. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anymore. I'll step down. Yeah. Well, um Twinkies at one time uh at one time were popular and then there was a there was a point in time, a segment of time where they were just not popular. Like <laughs> no one really liked them. But they're actually making comeback just like many other things like bushy eyebrows. Um what else? Oh, um those chunky shoes, white shoes oh, that everybody platforms? likes. Oh, something like that. Chunky white shoes? Yeah, it's everyone wears... Is, like tennis shoes? All the young kids are wearing chunky shoes. Are they tennis shoes or just uh, yeah. all types of shoes? Yeah, they're tennis shoes. Tennis <laughs> shoes. Uh, so anyways, you can still buy the old version. The okay. one with the banana flavor, oh, Emily. no. Yep. You can buy them... On eBay, Are you... okay. They're offering a user was has recently offered a box of ten Twinkies for get ready get get your wallet out, Emily. All right, fifteen thousand dollars. No, yeah. The Twinkies have been expired since December, but apparently this box is a collectible. No, yeah, no, it's true. That's that's a shame. And so Twinkies used to have a um a little like tagline. Mm-hmm. In the commercial, and it was, "Hey, where's the cream filling?" And that's no more. A company spokesperson had confirmed last month that that's not something they say anymore. But they do say the sweetest comeback in the history of ever. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they say now. <laughs> what? And the the shelf life because this was Twinkies. Like there were two things that were supposed to survive a nuclear holocaust, and that was Twinkies oh, and right. cockroaches. Yeah, which is they go hand in hand. Yeah, gross. So my question is, I, I I'm very tired. First of all, I'm going to preface this with that I'm very tired, mm-hmm. so I might not be like thinking completely clearly. Um, but my question is, why are they asking where the cream filling is? Is it because there's not enough cream filling? 
I don't know. It's kind of like, where's the beef? It's like just people like to ask things. I feel in, like in that's a, not a good advertisement. If you're like, where's the cream filling? Is this even a Twinkie? <laughs> Maybe it's like the person has temporarily like lost their mind because they want Twinkies so bad. <laughs> it's driving them to insanity. Something like that. Okay, so guess what? Twinkies what? are actually smaller than they used to be. Oh, I believe that. Okay. Um, they used to be 42.5 grams per cake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and they're now 38.5. Oh, what? I'll let you do the math, but that's a lot of gram difference. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I bet you there's like twink heads. Is that a Twinkie heads? <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think I I think I think that that exists. It's like a club <laughs> of people who love Twinkies. Um, maybe some are listening. If you are, you are welcome to connect with us through Instagram or Facebook. You know, reach out and and just tell us a little bit about the lifestyle of um, being a Twinkie lover. Yeah, please. Okay. I don't know why this is like so funny to me right now. It's the (laughs) exhaustion. It's the (laughs) ambiance. Um. So so that's your little uh, education corner. Thank Uh, you. When it comes to Twinkies, remember, if you have to ask, where's the cream filling? It's time to change the medication. It was there all along. <laughs> In the Twinkie? Oh, no. They're... Okay. This is... Uh... This is definitely shedding light on some of the darker sides of snacking. <laughs> all right. So, Emily, she went into a laughing bout, and she unfortunately had to leave the room. Um, so in order for the show to continue on, what we're going to do is play a song. It's it's a song that's special to me because, as we all know, through the history of Dream Infringement, I have been dubbed um, the soft rock junkie of the group. And so I'm going to play one of my favorite soft rock songs, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen. So enjoy this tune and maybe grab a little snack during the song break. Okay, we are back. I hope you enjoyed that hit. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, so while we were listening to that song, Emily and I, we discussed the reason that the subject of Twinkies was so evocative to her. Mm-hmm. Emily, would you would you like to uh, shed a little bit of light onto this mystery? Well, it would have to be the absurdity of their... Um... What is that? Like their tagline? What? Yeah, they're like tagline. Their, what's the other? Uh, jingle? Mm, no, because it's not a song. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. So, what was it again? Where's the cream filling? Hey, where's the cream filling? Um, And I said, that's like having pickle a pickle commercial that's like, are these even pickles? <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Or anything. That's a thing that it is. Name it. Pizza. What is... Is this pizza? (laughs) Where's Um, the cheese? 
on this pizza. <laughs> I just maybe we need to. Okay, during the next song break, we should watch a Twinkie commercial because I feel like maybe the context will I will help us. I, I think that you. would be a good idea. In fact, how about we just how about we we play oh, right. play we the audio? This. Let, well, we don't have to say pause. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. You're not supposed to know that we can start and stop recording the show. Oh, yeah. No, this is a totally unedited, just like stream of consciousness that we're throwing at you. It's not so strange to think that. That's what we normally do when we're live. That's true. But <clears throat> we are currently, we'll have to admit, we're currently in our in our room. Yep. Just like John and Yoko. Yep. Just making art in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We are... Uh, <laughs> That's why I said that. But I'm ha- I have to be Yoko because it's been a long time since I've had a haircut. No, my hair is definitely longer. Well, and yeah, but John you were, Lennon had long hair too. But you were wearing glasses, Emily. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll be John. If anyone is wearing glasses, oh, they're automatically John Lennon. You did also break up that really cool band I was in. Oh yeah, what was it so. called? The Beemles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone was crazy about the Beemles. <laughs> America had just caught Beemel fever. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Okay, listeners, so we're going to do something very special for you. What we're going to do is we're going to play the audio for the commercial. Emily and I will be watching the actual commercial Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from 1998, a Twinkie commercial. Mm -hmm. Okay, with that tagline, Hey, where's the cream filling? Mm -hmm. And Emily and I will be reacting in real time to something that we quite possibly have not seen since we first subliminally received it as as children. That's right. So who knows what's going to happen? There's no way of telling. It's about to get crazy. It really is. So let's, let's, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, that's a different commercial. Okay. There's a raccoon sniffing in the snow. He's looking around. He looks up at the sky, and there's there's a giant Twinkie falling from heaven and opening up, revealing the cream filling. He's so happy. And it's a snowboarder in it. Just crushed him and smushed him into the snow. Hey, where's the cream filling? Oh, and now he said, hey, where's the cream filling? Yeah. And... All right. And he basically is, like, he turned from a real raccoon to a... Did I say crackoon? <laughs> I guess that's what you would call like a... They're probably all crackoons. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember a story about something like that. So, uh, yeah, so he turns from a real raccoon into a puppet raccoon. Yes. Good. That's it, good. Because you, you need a puppet raccoon to utter the words, hey, where's the cream filling? Right. Also to make his eyes look that googly. Yeah, and this actually this solves the biggest question that you had. Why ask the question, hey, where's the cream filling, when you're talking about a delicious dessert snack with cream filling in it? And that is that mm-hmm. the main character of each commercial, because I assume they did this with many different like animals and people and right. characters... The main character is being duped into thinking that they're seeing a Twinkie. Right. It's a mis it's a misunderstanding. Yeah, and then they are harshly reminded of the fact that this is not in fact 
a Twinkie. And then they're like, hey, where's the cream filling? Where's the cream filling? All right, I get it now. Okay, yeah. It's actually funnier what I thought it was before. Now it's not funny anymore. And the bigger question is, why is it that you're not craving a Twinkie? Is this is this maybe just doing the opposite of it, of, of getting you to want a Twinkie? Possibly. Right? Mm-hmm. Because now I'm feeling bad for the raccoon. Yeah, now I feel bad for them, too. Yeah. Um, I will say, so growing up, we didn't eat a lot of Twinkies or anything like that. In fact, it was once. I've had one Twinkie in my life. Really? Yep. Well, I'm about to change that. <laughs> Emily? That's okay. I don't... I don't... It doesn't... Like, the one I had was enough. Okay. It's not my favorite. Okay, right, okay. Um, also, to me, those things aren't snacks. Like, it's dessert. <laughs> no, it is It is. I know. Snack. I'm not saying it isn't. Hey, where's the cream filling? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm just going to start saying it, and, and maybe it'll work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. I don't even know who you'd be saying it to these days. <laughs> Just me? I'll laugh. Okay, thank you. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, it, in my mind, it's like dessert. And I know that other people are like, oh, that's a snack to me. But like anything sweet to me um, is like dessert. In fact, even when um, I'll give my kids like something sweet, like a little piece of chocolate or something after their lunch... And I call it lunch dessert. Lunch dessert. So That's good. I don't know. That's just my. Yeah. That's just my take. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone has a different definition of what dessert is and what a snack That's is. True. And it's not our place to judge whether someone should be calling a snack that is creamy and delicious and sweet a uh, you know a dessert. So um, speaking of which. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people, yeah, and what they consider to be a snack, especially yeah. during this time, because let's face it, snack consumption has gone up. I I would say that's accurate, although I'm, I haven't. Yeah, I can't be sure. You can't but. be sure, but but personally, have you been partaking of snacks? I have more? indeed. Okay, yeah, I have as well. And we reached out to the public, and guess what? They are as well, as well. Aww. Yeah. So, uh, we had a few people chime in, okay? Um, uh, there's a, a good friend of ours who listens to the to this, to this show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although she recently got a new job. Oh. But it conflicts with the airing of the show oh man so she's gonna have on. she's gonna have to look for it in other places yes yeah the show yeah uh which just side plug you can find us on <laughs> itunes or soundcloud yeah just type in dream infringement it's very easy yep you can listen yeah. to our oldies but goodies totally yeah so um she uh, apparently her munchie munchies that she the way she fulfills her munchies <laughs> I don't know is uh, that she eats ice cream mocha almond fudge specifically hmm. and chips and salsa for days I can just go to oh. town on a bowl of salsa with chips yeah me too yeah yeah I really like uh, the Trader Joe's salsa yes that's a good that's stuff. like my favorite like prepackaged salsa can I just can I be um honest just for a moment just please like can i just pour my heart out yeah okay um i used to 
as as a youngster eat chips and salsa with cheddar cheese okay okay and as an adult now i every once in a while will get this like craving for that combination chips and salsa with cheddar cheese and i could just sit there and eat it like to no end yeah and there's those snacks that you have as like a kid Mm -hmm. that you can that you can eat as an adult and you know it's special yeah i um i got graham crackers a lot with cheese did you ever get those animal crackers that come inside the box i did it was like a very special occasion oh yeah and usually um it would be from food for less because i think they had like a big like stand of them yeah and I would, like, beg my mom, and then she'd be like, all right, here you go. <laughs> so She's like, fine, Emily, here Ooh, you go. Ooh, and then on very, very, very rare special occasions, we would get the frosted ones. Ooh, oh, those, oh, those the, are crazy those are, good. That, those are scary good. Yeah. They're so good, and you can eat so many. I See, these are no. things, I haven't eaten them since I was a kid, and I'm afraid yeah. of how my body will react. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be good. It's like, my body will hate me. But, boy, those were the days. Those were the days when we could eat whatever we want and yep. fight the power and not care. <laughs> that's right. So, um, yeah, so that's one thing that just one of our, you know, one of our fans had, had mentioned. <laughs> She's a fan. She's a fan. I I would say a friend. <laughs> friend fan. Mm-hmm. Friend. <laughs> uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Hailing from Rogue River. Yes. She said apples and brie cheese. Ooh, that's a good one. And popcorn with nutritional yeast. Oh yeah. Oh, and fruity popsicles. Yeah. These are she just like she went across the board. Those are really good. It wasn't just like one thing. She's just like she's like boom. Yeah, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. And I respect that because we all have to have a we have to have a plethora of snacks. Need a variety. Yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Exactly. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have our go-tos, but what happens when your go-to gets a little bit stale? Yeah. I what mean, literally stale. What happens when your stale. go-to gets got? <laughs> well, I meant like literally stale because oh. I have I have accidentally forgotten to close the bag of... That's true. Your tortilla chips. A forgetful man. Mm-hmm. When and then, it comes to those things. And you don't want to. You don't want to bite on into a, a stale tortilla chip. No. You don't, you don't want to do that. That'll ruin it. So, um, oh, and uh, Patty, hailing mm-hmm. from Ashland, mm-hmm. our neck of the woods, she says kettle chips, in uh, parentheses sea salt of the mm. sea salt variety. And those honey mints from Trader Joe's. Now, I have not seen these honey mints before, and I'm going to have to ask her mm-hmm. what she's talking about, because I want honey mints. Patty, what are you talking about? I want honey mints. <laughs> <laughs> My sister. Sounds really good. Yes, all the way from sisters? all the way from Arizona. Wow. Sunny Arizona. She, she sent a screenshot of a uh, Sprouts brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, of it, they're called cheese curls, Ooh. which is a, another fancy like name for basically Cheetos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, but they're like they're, they're probably not, like organic. or Yeah, something. they don't have that like <laughs> scary 
powder that they right. dust oh, the Cheeto with. Scary, delicious, <laughs> intoxicating powder. Addic- addictive powder that that makes us all cartoons. <laughs> um, let's see. So these are called cheese curls, cheese flavored corn snacks made with real cheese. I don't know. I'm. I'm there's a little bit of an of a like a contradictory wording here. This somehow is making me doubt that there's cheese in these. <laughs> they're saying it so much, yeah, that now I don't believe them. But they're baked, okay? Yeah, and so she, <laughs> so she said, "These are my fave to munch on with some hard apple cider." Ooh, that so, does sound really good. Yeah, yeah, we all got our things, you know. You know what? Okay. Hopefully come, she's not I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Just, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Yeah, the whole reason we did this episode was just so you could help us make our grocery list. Mm-hmm, yep. That was it. So we just half of our grocery list is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Did we have any other Um, so far that's it. Okay. Well that sounds like a really good time mm-hmm. to take a song break let's do it how about snack attack from the band a great big pile of leaves and we're back with that snack conversation that you've come to love (laughs) so uh i did something emily oh what did you do i looked up the hashtag snacks on instagram oh and you know what there's a surprise i don't like to look at okay some people are like when they look at a hashtag they look at the top oh i never look at the top liked yeah no you if you want to get in touch (laughs) connect with the people salt of the earth yeah average joe six pack if you want to get in touch with that person those people um you know keep your feet on the ground and your head out of the heavens, <laughs> you click on recent because there are things you are going to see that remind you of, of really what humanity is all about. <laughs> Let's, okay. I'm ready to hear what this humanity is okay, like. Okay, and so humanity, when it comes to hashtag snacks, mm-hmm. uh, is all about personal pan pizzas. Oh. There are a lot of personal pizzas that people are making. Mm. Um, there's a lot of wine glasses. Mm. Okay, so that's how people are getting through this quarantine. <laughs> you know? Personal pan pizzas and alcohol. I mean, it sounds all right to me. Yeah, yeah. Also, a lot of, like, wings. Oh, yeah. Barbecue I think I'm just wings, hungry now. <laughs> buffalo wings. Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Um, there's pictures of... Uh, there's I see a picture of a dog. Um... Some ramen. Ooh, a movie poster. What's this? Natural born killers. That's what. How is that a snack? Um, there's another kind of snack out there. Yeah. Which is like a person you're attracted to. Oh, that's cute. Really? So maybe that's what they were saying. Oh, Woody Harrelson. I guess. He's <laughs> oh in yeah. That movie. Yeah. That's a snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah there's people like see that that's what i love these are like i'm looking at the same thing and to me these are meals 
There's like a hamburger and a sandwich. Well, one man's hamburger. Have I been another eating wrong snack. my whole life? There's like donut holes. What? These, that's a dessert. Okay, this person has laid out their snacks and then taken a picture of them. Laid it out on their bedspread. That's really nice. They really took a lot of time with this. Okay, okay what so, are they? What are the snacks? Okay, it looks as though one of them is hot Cheetos. Uh huh. A giant <laughs> bottle of. The Pure Leaf brand sweet tea. Okay, okay. Which I'm, I'm all That's about. That's a good That's tea. Good. Okay, Sour Bright Crawlers. I have never heard of those. I think they're like gummy worms. Okay, I like sour. a sour gummy. Okay, and three small packs of double mint gum. <laughs> this is... It took right. a turn. It took a turn there. It did. It did. I don't view gum as a snack. No. It's like practicing eating. I don't like gum. Yeah. It always makes my jaw hurt. Yeah, because who wants to... Because there's no payoff. Yeah. Unless you swallow the gum. But then it gets stuck in your ribs. No, it's not a good idea. Um, All right. Well, would you like to hear 11 of the oldest snack foods that we are still eating? (laughs) Is it Twinkies? (laughs) Maybe. Hey, where's this green filling? (laughs) Where's that? Where's the green filling? (laughs) Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So... (laughs) All right, so the first one is pretzels. Um, They are widely considered to be the world's oldest snack food. Wow. Pretzel historians, there are actual pretzel historians, (laughs) hold that the modern pretzel's predecessor was first made in the 6th century by an Italian monk, a crafty baker, who actually used it as a treat to reward his youngest church attendees. Oh, that's a good, it's a good move. Um, That might be why the word pretzel is from the Latin word pretzola, which loosely translates to little reward. That's adorable. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Very precious. That is, that is just darling. I hope you all like pretzels. Especially after that. Yeah. Um, popcorn. Which, oh, yeah. That's what we're going to eat after this. Mm-hmm. Um, it says popcorn and pretzels may happily pair at a party, but the two, that's an alliteration, but the two crunchy snacks have long been caught in a terrible debate over which treat is actually the world's oldest snack. History holds that Native Americans used to indulge in the snack with archaeologists reporting finding popcorn ears that they can date all the way back to being snacked on many, many years ago. (laughs) Clearly, no one was using a microwave, but it's believed that Native Americans would throw their ears right on the fire not the cor- the corn ears. Yeah, not the actual In ears. order to pop out kernels in impressive fashion. Wow. That's... An ancient... Ooh, I have an interesting popcorn fact, Emily. Okay. A 1,000-year-old popped kernel of popcorn was found in a dry cave in the southwestern part of Utah. A 1,700-year-old funeral urn was discovered in Mexico that shows a corn god wearing a popcorn headdress. Mm. Native Americans not only ate popcorn, but they made beer and soup out of it, too. Wow. Interesting. Beer, popcorn. Popcorn beer. Popcorn beer. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, it sure is. 
You know, one man's dry cave is another man's refrigerator. So it would seem. I guess pantry. The yeah, original pantry, pantry was yeah. a cave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we you learn something every day. Um, so another uh, old snack that we're still snacking on are Triscuits. Oh, yeah. Um, Triscuits. Nabisco initially touted their Triscuit crackers as being baked by electricity, a snazzy way to make a relatively timeless-tasting snack sound extremely modern. The shredded wheat cracker was first invented back in 1903 in Niagara Falls, where it really was cooked up by using electricity. For its first two decades in existence, Triscuits were much bigger than their current counterparts. They were two and a quarter inches by four inches. By 1924, they had been shrunk down to their familiar two inch by two inch size. Um, Triscuits were one of the healthy snacks that my mom would get when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, it was you put that little, supposedly like, healthy. Put a little square of cheese on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, I feel like back then, healthy things, like what we considered healthy things, it was just like, like, can you visibly see fibers in it? Does it not taste that great? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it's healthy. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you there, Emily. Um, okay, number four is Oreo cookies. Mm, Oreos. Yeah, the first Oreo was made in 1912 in Nabisco's factory located in the Chelsea section of New York City. Was it an accident? Um, or on purpose? So. No, it was on purpose. Okay. It says... The Oreo came after the Hydrox cookie. <laughs> you guys know those Hydroxes. <laughs> but ma, I want my Hydrox cookie. <laughs> and Nabisco created it solely to compete with Sunshine's own sandwich cookie, which was first made in 1908. I don't, is Sunshine even a brand of food anymore? Nope. That's so sad. Gosh, Nabisco. Maybe they made a better... Uh, Hydrox. Maybe. Oh, I found out why Twinkies got unpopular for a short time. Why? What was it? Because the company Mm -hmm. had to, or like the brand had to file Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh. So. And that made them unpopular? I guess. Or were they, it sounds like if they had to file bankruptcy, they were unpopular before Who wants to eat a snack? Gosh, talk about. From a, from... (laughs) From an enterprise that can't handle their money. Yeah, really. You know what I mean? I'm a red-blooded American. No, how I, dare I, you? How dare you turn your back on, on your Twinkies in their time of need? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot who I was for a moment. Well, I hope you remember. <laughs> now. You oh, gotta yeah. stand by your Twinkie, man. I know. <clears throat> I know. Okay. Um, should we play another song? Yeah, and then I'm gonna talk about the weirdest snacks people have eaten throughout history. Nice. Alright, um, per Bobby's, uh, request. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can request a song on my own radio show. That's right. <laughs> it's my right. <laughs> He's requested. <laughs> you can it. It's hungry by. 
She is just, she keeps laughing. It's throwing me off. I can't help it if I'm this funny. Should it also be a curse as well as a blessing? <laughs> it is. Okay. Hungry like a wolf. Okay, let me try this again. Hungry like the wolf by Duran Duran. <laughs> All right, everyone. I have a Twinkie update. Okay, Emily hit us with it. Okay. Oh, no, I can't. Okay, here it is. All right. Twinkie, um, Twinkies were invented in 1930 by baker James Alexander DeWar. Mm-hmm. And he thought of this idea to use the cream filling machines that previously only stuffed shortcakes with in-season strawberry cream to fill cakes with banana cream the rest of the year. But then, um, because of banana rationing during World War II, oh, they yes. were forced to switch to vanilla cream, a switch that proved popular enough to stay on as the official Twinkie flavor. Butter. So I forgot about a time when people were actually using real fruit and flavors for baking things. Ah, uh, yes. Once upon a time. Yeah, there is real mm-hmm. banana in that banana flavoring, and that is a banana filling I can get behind. Interesting. Interesting. And that should be their new catchphrase. <laughs> now that... <laughs> you, yeah, that they should definitely... Let's go back in time <laughs> and go dress up as... Uh, we'll stop World White. War II? We'll dress so that up banana as... cream filling was... I... <laughs> and then we go back in time again and stop them from saying, where's the cream filling? Oh gosh, I cannot hear that again. <laughs> I'm just sick of where's the cream filling. <laughs> I'm glad they went bankrupt. They're... Oh my. I'm just, I'm sorry Some that got dark. words. Goodness, Bobby. You can tell we're getting to the end of the show when I start saying mean things. So yeah. let's see. Let's get back on track. Okay. So uh, let's talk about the 1500s. Okay. Something let's weird. Do. A weird snack that people consume during the 1500s. In, in the early 1500s, uh, we saw people who were snacking on beaver tails. Mm, now just this, like jerky. Yeah, this one's confusing because it was considered fish. Okay, I'll explain. But that's sad. I don't want it, anyone to eat beavers. Well, I mean, it was the 1500s. It was a different time. I know. Okay. Okay, I'll explain. At the time, much of England fasted around half the year, according to Catholic rule. Oh, wow. Catholicism. On fasting days... <laughs> You couldn't have animal products, okay? And yet, fish was included. Somehow, beaver tails made the cut, since they were slimy and beavers liked water. So, brilliant justification, I guess. Hmm. They're like, you can hardly call this food. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Okay, so... um, So, we've always just needed something to chew on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rest are really gross, and I don't really want to be talking about that Ew. at this time. Some of that stuff looked made up from yeah, what I saw. And I don't know. Um, well, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Jello. Okay, please. Because that's a snack. It is. What's the snack that smiles back? Um, what not a beaver's that? tail. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not Jello. Hmm. 
we'll we'll get back to you on that. A gingerbread man? <laughs> yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jell-O's key ingredient, gelatin, mm-hmm. has long been used to hold together desserts and other sweet treats. And jelly molds were a hot dessert during the Victorian era. Ooh. Ooh. But because gelatin was hard to make, it didn't catch on with a big audience until Peter Cooper patented powdered gelatin in 1845. In 1897, Pearl Bixby, Bixby Waite trademarked his own powdered gelatin dessert called Jello. Oh, of course he did. New flavors soon followed, and the rest is jiggly history. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say jiggle stee or something. I thought you were going to like fuse the oh, word. Oh, no. Jiggly history? Jig- no, that should not be history. <laughs> Leave the jiggles out of history. I say keep the jiggles in. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, how about marshmallows? Marshmallows <laughs> have been around since ancient Egypt, and they were often used to soothe sore throats complete with sweeteners like honey mixed in to help with the work. By the 19th century, French confectioners mixed things up by whipping the marshmallow medicine, turning it into a real treat. By 1948, the extrusion process made it possible for marshmallows to be made in an automated environment. Thanks to machines that gave them cylindrical shape, they're now most most recognizable for... Wow. (laughs) That was a mouthful. You know, this episode has proven to be very educational. It has. Nothing but snack education. I think we learned... Snack education. Snack education. We've we've learned a lot about snacks. Yep. We've learned a lot about ourselves. That's true. And we've learned a lot about you. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you are sitting here listening to us perhaps reaching into a bowl of some kind of crunchy salty sweet savory snack mm-hmm. not necessarily con- reaching into that bowl of beaver tails yeah not necessarily a snack that contains all of those attributes mm-hmm. maybe it's just one of those or one of two or two of three or mm-hmm. whatever as you do that think about the long history of snacks how far we have come as a human race to find yourself at a point in time where you can take something out of out of the freezer a pocket of meat and cheese and pop it in the microwave the luxury and take it out and then burn the insides of your mouth (laughs) and then push through the burning to enjoy a very the cold bitter end. The cold bitter end of a modern day snack. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Thank you, forefathers and mothers. <laughs> let's let's all take a moment to thank our, our forefathers and, and four and mothers sisters. and four brothers and four sisters and all of the hard work that they put in into making this world such a snack filled haven for snack eaters yeah you're the real heroes Uh uh-huh you are (laughs) also the nurses absolutely yeah they're the heroes too 
So um, we're going to play you out with a uh, final song. And uh, as Emily is getting that song ready, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're going to uh, ask that you all just sit tight and listen to the next show. It's a really good I'm really good show. It's called I'm One World, Many Songs, hosted by our dear friend, Leo. He's always got good things to say. He's super he chill on air, and he plays some incredible music from around the world that's just guaranteed to satisfy and blow your mind. Yeah. Yep. It's like a snack for your ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're listening to the song Let, your Chip- Let the Chips Fall by Charlie Pride. Don't yeah. let your chips fall. Don't. Just hang on tight to that bowl. But or if bag. they do, um, you know. Don't just, cry over spilled it's chips. It's going to be okay. Get the vacuum cleaner out. It's going to be okay. Yeah, the dust buster, right? Dust buster can have a chip. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you next week.